Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Sometimes. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Have you checked the children? Well, Welcome back. Happy oh, New Year. A little late. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's still 2021. It's still a new year, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Well, I had to think for a second. Technically. Anybody else enjoying the cold weather we've had? Any of you Midwesterners out there? What I cold know. weather? I know. I'm, I'm certainly yeah. not. I am wearing Fairly gloves. Fairly mild so far. Or no. it could just be a, a sun cycle. Pretty sure. Whatever's going on, yeah. it's just too cold for, for me. I mean, working out, it kind of sucks. Especially in the middle of the night. That I have suck. leather gloves that... Oh, Peter has to get up in salt driveways and parking lots. Oh, yeah. You- fun, fun. Oh, yeah. Continuing our cold weather theme, 30 Days of Night. Ooh. Burr. This is... An underrated flick, I feel like. I agree. I think it's, I think it's okay. It definitely has its own um, flavor. Yeah. This is definitely the way I see all vampire movies should be. Right. That's what, yeah, that's yep. what I mean. It's it's scary, not oh, sparkly. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, no. no yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. I definitely jumped the more than a few times. Yeah. 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 It had yeah. been a while since we'd had a jump scary horror movie that we've mm-hmm. covered. We've had some... It's slow yeah. burns. This one is definitely not a slow burn. Why you'd have to go all the way back to uh, one of our Friday Thirteenth episodes to find that? Yeah, I'd say that uh, this was more jump scare for John Tell mostly. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, is, well, this is bizarre. I wasn't. This is my first time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you, oh yeah. You never seen this before, have you? Yeah. No. 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 I had had not. Yeah. Let's see, this was uh, based on a uh, three part comic book series cool. by uh, Steve Niles and Ben. Temple Smith. Yeah, they've made Temple more Smith since then. I think it was more like adapted from the movie. Oh. But the uh, mm-hmm. the film went through a lot of um, kind of controversy trying to get off the ground. We'll see. This that was movie the did? Yeah. Because hmm. it was uh, like, I think they started the idea of making it like in 2003. This was the precursor oh, yeah. to, yep. to uh, Twilight? No. 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 <sighs> Funny thing, this guy directed this. He actually did. End up directing a Twilight movie. Yeah, and it was it was the most violent of them. You know what? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> tell. Yeah. If we see a lot of blood and guts in that one, I you know I might take a peek at it. Yeah, uh, I might feed misinformation into society. For those of you that have requested Twilight movies, that weren't no, no, not happening. No, those aren't horror movies. No. Although this is as close as you're going to get to Twilight, I can assure you here on this podcast. Probably. Yeah. So. um Drink it up. I don't want it. 2007. Seven. Yeah. I kept saying 2008. I couldn't remember. It's been a while since Somewhere around there. Right. I think it was 2007. Yep, it was. October 19th of 2007, so it came out around Halloween. Yeah. I was a fresh 17-year-old boy. I thought boy. the premise of this movie was interesting. Oh, yeah. Before I ever even saw it. The right. idea of that was like, oh, wow, wow, that would be a great place for vampires. Right. I, I, I mean, mean th- this is one of those where... Even if you take the vampires out, it's still kind of a creepy setting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Thirty days of nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're it's up. A, at it's the just top it's like the, the opposite of right. like the movie Insomnia when it's like daytime all the time. There probably all the time. aren't 
a handful mm. of places on the entire planet that Jontel would less like to live, even without the vampires. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gone. Forget cold that. weather. No, Australia. Oh yeah, bird eating spiders. Well, no. See, <laughs> there needs to be a medium like a Jamaica. There's some good looking girls that come from Australia though. I heard about that. What's we up? mentioned Charlie's Theron. She's Australian. Yeah, what is it with these crazy wild tarantula hawk scorpions? Dude, okay, Kate I Beckinsale. Saw, I saw a picture the other day. It had a picture of a bird eating spider from Australia. These things are massive. They're like, yes. That's so crazy. And then there was a a spider wasp, and it killed the bird-eating spider and was dragging it up the wall. Nope. Yeah. That's just all kinds of... So, the spider got eaten by the bird, and the bird was killed by the hornet? Yeah. It's a circle of life in Australia. Yeah, I don't want any part of it. What was it said the other day? If Honey, I Shrunk the Kids took place in Australia, that movie would be over and about... Three minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. all kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a horror movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'd if watch they made that. Honey I Shrunk the Kids based in Australia, we would definitely. Cover what that kind of like? Who wants to live in this kind of place? Thirty days of nighttime. Right. So the idea is that in certain parts in the northern hemisphere, and, and mm-hmm. this takes place in the fictional town of Barrow, Alaska, which right. is based off of a real town. Yeah, that yeah, no called, one can uh, say. Starts with a U. Yeah, it's uh, Inuit. <laughs> yeah. oh at Q, I don't know. I can't yeah. say yeah. it. But well, this uh, is the northernmost town in the United States. Yeah. It's like actually, it. it's funny. It's close to a place called Point Borrow. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Well, there it's probably like Which is just like, well, we'll just call it Borrow. Yeah. They mentioned Point something in the movie. Gosh, uh, yeah, I can't I can't, what it was. But it yeah, wasn't Point Borrow. So this is a it was town Northern of about five hundred people, and they're um, during a certain stretch of the year. During the winter, they go complete darkness. The sun goes down and does not come up for a month. Hence, 30 the, days of night. Hence, the freaks come out at night. <laughs> you know, I think I'd be okay with that every once in a while. See, the whole month of nighttime. No, but see, I would... Not if there was vampires. I wouldn't well, benefit. Well, not if there were vampires, but... Like, see, that probably back when I was into my early... 20s, my party days, that would have been kind of cool because we were just like dubstep and raving and techno music. But yeah, I'm old now. So again, though, below zero temperatures. No, gosh, no. See, I'm gone. I'm already gone. It couldn't even be 30 days of night here in Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's occurring in the Midwest, something's happened to our solar system. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Needing generators for our lights is probably the least of our worries. That's going down. Yeah. Yep. In the keep, rust belt. Keep the fire hot. Gosh. Um, we open on a man in a hood. Um, Getting off a boat. A could, the thing. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. The I almost couldn't tell hood. if he was like frozen to death or what is. Yeah, he's was. standing motionless. Standing out at a ship on the ice. I believe he's, he's credited just as the stranger. Yeah, this is Ben Foster. One of the few well-known actors yeah. in this movie he is he's an underrated actor in my yeah opinion. he's good mm-hmm. yeah. He's what good. else have i seen that guy in you ever seen hell Three. or high water he's in hell or high water he's yeah. really good in that. pretend to yuma oh he plays one of the bad guys yeah. mm-hmm. what was that uh, movie yeah. with bruce willis hostage yes yeah, oh yeah he is crazy in that yeah, movie is. that's he, not a horror movie but that right. it, it seems like every movie he's in He's a crazy he's, person. He, well, not just that, but every movie he's in, it's a different type of performance. Of yeah. crazy, so he's, got, he's got some pretty good range. Yeah, mm-hmm. even within the realm of being a crazy person, right. there's right. range in there. Why has he never played the Joker or never he took could. a stab at yeah. that? He, I think he could. 
You do. Um, you really do. So, of course, he would be. He's just credited as the stranger in this movie. Yeah, I don't think we ever do know his name, really. Mm. It doesn't really matter. Huh. Boy, they did a number on his teeth. Yes, they did. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I once had a manager tell me that the reason his teeth look equally to uh, Ben Foster's teeth was because the water in his town growing up was horrible. <laughs> but I'm convinced he was a meth addict. But. I'd say it was a, a medium oak stain color. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. It's... Yeah. Wait, you could it's a some, dark yellow. Yeah, it, it was some serious bordering on teeth. brown. Yeah, you know it's not good. He when, likes his chewing tobacco. Right, when you can like base your your stain color off off of his teeth for your wood. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we're supposed to believe that whatever's happened to him is the reason his teeth look like that. No, he makes Wendy Torrance look like she could star in an Invisalign commercial. <laughs> <laughs> can we get off of Wendy Torrance, please? The poor lady's had enough. Yeah, we are off of it, but like she's never off limits. Okay. We could take shots at that woman all day. Okay, here she we cut go. Down a tree, beaver style. Yeah, she. That's awesome. What? Where was your soft spot for this woman, Craig? Uh, what did she ever do to you? She's a millionaire. Get on the silver screen. That's what she did. Had she now? I have to. No, now I have to know you exist. Was she Boy. supposed to run for office? No, I would. I no. Just Why? lay low. Our country has enough problems as it is. Taking tokens on the subway. <laughs> Oh, that would be frightening. But anyways. Uh, oh, boy. You're heading to New York, huh? <laughs> I didn't. Have fun. <laughs> I didn't get Keep the it whole. Tight. Tip, 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 or get there. Yeah. Keep it tight. Uh, a tight hold in your wallet. <laughs> that was bad. Gosh. <clears throat> wow. Here you go. No, you're so going to miss. You're almost out. It can't all be home. It can't all be winners. Yeah. It's okay. You're good. You no, know, I didn't get this opening. I mean, I get that he rolled his boat from the ship and everything. I don't know. I guess we can get into it later. I mean, he never really like explain like what he did. Well, and it's okay though. Sometimes well, I totally job. agree with you. Yeah, totally agree. But but you but get sometimes my, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, like this one never really explains the origins of the of the vampires. It doesn't. Really oh yeah, that part I didn't got care. Here. And even that, like it, you know what? That's okay. Like sometimes they try. I would have been okay with a little bit, but sometimes movies go too far. It's like I right. don't care. Oh, a hundred years right. ago there was. Yeah. Just, right. Yeah, that Whatever. part. Yeah. yeah, that part I didn't care. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I don't, we'll get into it later because it might spoil later. I don't Whatever. need to know that the stranger's sister-in-law has polio. Oh, that part I don't right. care about. I don't need to know the entire backstory. Right. So this right. is the again northernmost town in the United States. We get a little bit of a exposition here just through text on the screen that they are cut off every winter during a certain time when the sun goes down and stays down for 30 days. Of night. No. No, I'm one of the ones that I'm leaving. You're so, on the point. Oh, well, and a lot of the people yeah. do. This town, I think, is... Uh, it's like 500-some or yeah, something all together. Right, they they go and change the sign from 530-something to like 150. So that means like 350 people Right. Leave. Yeah. I'm going to Miami. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to have like little... And apartment. They, and they leave for the month, and, and you kind of get as Some people are leaving, even like parts of the family are leaving for the month, and they'll talk about, oh, I know you can't handle nighttime for 30 days. Um, we're introduced to the sheriff of the town, Eben Olsen, played by Josh Hartnett. Don't really see him much no. anymore. Halloween was, H2O. I, yeah, I was going to say, what was that show? He was on a show. I never watched it. He was on a show. It's like called, not Penny Dreadful. Is it Penny Dreadful? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I read somewhere that. that he got kind of tired of the the mainstream Hollywood stuff, and so he just started doing low budget uh, movies. I thought you were gonna say like yeah. grunge, <laughs> like grunge yeah. movies. So 
John Tell Good made a him. connection with him to another actor that I thought was kind of interesting that I'd never thought of before. Taylor Kitsch. That's who John Tell thought this was. Yeah. For a while. Oh, was that um John Carter? Yep. Virginia. Oh, Nightlights, the TV series. Yeah. X Men Wolverine. Yeah. I think I've seen like one movie with him. It's funny that I news. If you told me that Taylor Kitsch and John uh, Josh Hartnett were brothers, I'd believe you. Yeah. Now that you mention there. it, yeah. I never thought I, of that I do before see similarities. John Tell brought that up. So he's <laughs> investigating with his deputy, Billy. There's a what looks like the remnants of a campfire, but upon closer inspection, it's a bunch of satellite phones that have been burned up, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So they're kind of questioning who would have done something like this. Can you hear me now? Right. <laughs> right. Good. They're looking out the, off in the distance as the sun's going down. And again, uh, Billy mentions this is the last sunset we'll see in a month. Only other thing here, Eben is puffing on an inhaler, so that's pretty early yeah. exposition on him having asthma or something like that. And this would be the second character in one of the movies we've covered that's had a asthma. asthma. Yeah. Yep. So if you can guess what movie that is, you'll get a free shirt or something. Nope. We'll figure it out. Gonna have to listen though. Yep. Peter so they change a the population sign. Um, it's kind of silly that they do that and. Billy says, well, it's tradition. We do it anyway. And so this is where we see the population drops from, what, 530-something to 150-something. Pretty isolated. Um, We then cut quickly to Stella, who is a fire marshal. Stella. Um, She's in the process of leaving. She's meeting with um, someone in town, and he makes mention something about her. Oh, we'd love for... Are you sure you have to leave? Sure you don't want to stay? He's like, all but seeming. He says something about, we'd love to have more time to talk to you about what happened with you and Evan. So... Long story short, her and Eben are married and separated. I think Estranged, so. just oh, yeah. recently separated, and um, he's I don't all but singing. Feel like it ended on good terms. Yeah, he's all but singing "Baby Come Back" for this for Eben. It's funny. So we get more shots of people leaving the town, and then we see um, dogs, like sled dogs, in a kennel, and they all get Marking. stabbed to death. Right, we see someone stabbing them. Not pleasant. Yeah. This was a tough scene because it, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. You just look up and, oh, that's what you're doing now. Right. Eben is on the outskirts of town and he is giving a citation to the resident Grizzly Adams. <laughs> Boo. Bo Brower. Bo Brower. Yeah. Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. Okay. Batman Begins, I remember him from that. He yeah. plays in like four seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, he definitely would strike me as someone that would play on Sons of Anarchy. A episode of The Mandalorian, anyone's ever watched uh, that. Yeah. He uh, is leaking oil in the road Yeah, from one of his machines. I don't know if it says what he does. He's a mechanic or something like that. I'm assuming he's kind of a, a maintenance guy. Maybe he plows the roads or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he gets back. Uh, Evan gets back in the car after giving him a citation, and Billy says something about, was that really necessary? And Evan says he lives on the outskirts of town. Coming out and giving him a citation every once in a while makes what does he say something so weird makes him feel part of town right. makes him feel like he's a part of the town, the town. or something uh, he's one right. of us which I, I mean, don't think it does no I think he's I mean, fine he, he's leaking oil in Alaska he's putting it back into the ground I don't understand what the issue is <laughs> that that is that's how that works right uh, I, osmosis science of course of course of course science of course <laughs> I am going to make strict rules that we don't. Get into any sort of fracking discussion on this. Episode. Right. <laughs> one rule. <laughs> fracking? Okay. We have one rule 
It's in our bylaws. No fracking talk. Oh, that's our one rule? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a hot button issue around here. Yeah. Uh, They get radioed back from uh, the sheriff's station. Evan, you better get here quick. Something bad happened to John Reese's dogs. So John Reese owns the the sled dogs. There's a bunch of them. They only have two. That's their only way. So, So once everybody leaves, the airport shuts down, right? There's the last flight out, that kind of thing. And really, the only way to get in or out of the town for the next 30 days is in an emergency situation, and it would be by sled dog. Sled, right. Um, dog sled, right. right. This is yeah. Eben and, and another uh, police officer, right? Yeah, Billy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Stella's in a hurry to get out of town because she's trying to catch the last flight out. Um, you get the sense that she definitely does not want to be stuck here because Eben is here. Right. I'm trying to figure out where was, like, even if she does make this flight, where was she, where, where's she heading to? Because do we know that the mainland? I think oh. she said. I think she said Anchorage. Yeah, oh. I think she lives in Alaska, but in a you know the okay, city. Okay, that makes sense. Not thirty days of night town. Right. Right now, I'm trying to like think like that's that's what I was saying in the movie. They're probably taking puddle jumpers, just little planes, and then they take it to a bigger airport where they could get on a big plane. So she's kind of flying out of town. She's driving quickly to get to the yeah. airport. She's and out of clips. nowhere. She gets hit by a. Uh, a trencher. A chainsaw truck? Yeah. <laughs> a trencher, okay. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Has a little more knowledge of man stuff. I called it a chainsaw a truck. chainsaw yeah. truck. Well, you're, you're not wrong. It is. That a, is. You don't want to get in a car accident, but you definitely get, don't want to get hit by one of those bad boys. No. I think Needless to say, works. her car is immediately totaled. Yes. Yep. Uh, Malachi gets out and apologizes. So the brakes failed? Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah, you okay. don't want the brakes failing on no. a trencher. Right. She's now worried that she's not going to make it to the airport. She doesn't really have any other choice, so she calls Evan to see if he can drive her to the airport. That's an awkward phone call. Oh, yeah. So he's not super thrilled to be talking to her on the phone. And plus, he wasn't even aware that she was in town. We get no details at all on what happened in their marriage, but I don't think it was I, good. I could have cared less. Well, me neither, but it, <laughs> right. it's not like they're on, on good terms. He says, you've been in town and you didn't want to try to talk. Right. And she's like, uh, well, uh, we can talk on the way to the airport if you want to. No, I'm good. Yeah. Hard pass. First off. He rolls down the window and yells for Billy and says, hey, Billy, Stella needs you to drive her to the airport. There's your answer. I don't yep. think he wants right. to talk. No. No. Whatever happened, I'm, I feel like it was her fault. Right. So we've got Eben going <laughs> to investigate. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Just to get our setup here, Eben's going to investigate John Reese uh, or his his dogs, right? And Billy is going to pick up Stella to drive her to the airport. Um, so we've now pretty much dusk. It's it's just about night at this point. Um, we see this pile of slaughtered dogs on John Reese's pro- property. He and his wife are obviously pretty upset. That would be their livelihood. Right. Not to mention animal lovers, but also probably yeah. the way that they pay the bills. Yeah, well, so what they do with the dogs? And raising sled dogs. Okay, okay. The um the occupations between Eben and Stella were um this is the first deviation from the comic. It's uh they're oh. they're both co sheriffs. Oh, I, yeah. All right, because yeah. that that explains but, that. Yeah, and this yeah they even say at one point, Mister and Mrs. Sheriffs. So I think they're yeah. still kind of paying homage to the source material. She got trained by Fire Marshal Bill. Jeez. Let me show you something. John says, he says this was every dog that we have. So every single dog that he has has been killed. I like how Mrs. Reese thinks it's like, 
I'll kill him. Okay, have you had any fights with anyone recently? <laughs> Maybe we should turn our attention to the wife. Right. Yeah. Did he ever get an answer as to who that him she was speaking of was? I'm assuming it was the stranger. Oh, well, you mean like who she she thought it was? Yeah. I think I think she just meant in general. Whoever it is, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> let's 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 get a person first. You better be getting on a plane. Oh gosh. We get go to the sheriff's station. We're introduced to. Um, Evan's grandmother, Helen, and Evan's little brother, Jake, 15 years old. Playing Risk. Right. By himself. Wants Jake to play a game with him. Or Jake wants Evan to play a game with him. Yeah. Poor Jake. Kids need I would have played Risk with him. That's a fun game. Yeah, I played it, but I also did other things when I was 15. Well, Evan has sheriffing to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that and they're in Alaska, so that far north, what else can this 15-year-old We're gonna do? We're going to have plenty of time to play Risk over the next month. Right. That's what I would have been doing <laughs> other than Risk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I probably played Risk three times that week. <laughs> so, as you probably would have guessed, Stella ends up missing her plane. Evan goes to see Carter and Wilson. He gets a call from um, two guys that work out at the, I don't know what to call this place. It's the Utilidor. So, basically, this is where... Um, all of the power and everything is, is run through these underground tunnels called a utilidor. And especially in elements like this, it keeps those from being damaged by whether that's why it's in a tunnel underground where it's apparently where they grind up all their moose carcasses. Right. Yeah. In this same area is, he calls it the muffin masher. This thing is bonkers. Yeah. Yes. That is literally what that thing was for. I I have no idea what it's for. It's obviously for some kind of like to, Get rid of scrap or trash. I don't know. And I, it looks like a spinning wheel of death. It does. Which is basically what it is. <laughs> if, I guess if you're up in Alaska, there's not exactly landfills around. Think of like a paper shredder that you could use for literally anything. Yeah. For boulders. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Needless to say, that comes into play later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you see that? I mean, like, even the first time you watch this movie, you're like, oh, that's going to play a role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Somebody's going in that thing. <laughs> we're all but taking, sure. we're taking bets on who it's going to be. Yeah, it's Point not a matter world. of if, it's a matter of when and who. And right. how many. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Huh, yeah. I'm going to take the over. Act, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. I wonder if those are available for, like, just public I'm guessing use, not. Purchase. But if it is... I want on that list. Yeah, it, oh, it's a good play. Add, yeah, add yep. that to the list of things I want in my dream home one day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what are you putting in there at that? Forget point? the pool. <laughs> I want yeah. a muffin basher <laughs> along with a butler that wears a tuxedo and suits of armor lining at least one hallway. Oh, that is awesome! And I don't care what his name is. His name will be Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm good with James, Jeffrey, it's Jeeves. It's Higgins, sir. Higgins. Higgins would be all right. <laughs> Tattoo. <laughs> so he's out here apparently they got a report because there is one other way out of town one of the the men wilson has a helicopter and apparently somebody has ransacked his helicopter twirled parts out and threw it in the muffin masher yes so now there's no really no way out of town so now you guys kind of get the scope this thing can eat a helicopter right and not <laughs> pieces I of mean, a helicopter not, right, yeah, right. It's not that big yeah but he's tearing apart right. Whoever has done this has basically dismantled a right. helicopter and thrown the metal steel right. parts into this thing. And it's still running. Oh, yeah. What do they need this thing for up there? That's what I was saying. There's not exactly landfills up there, so I'm guessing they just have to 
grind it down probably where their trash goes yeah i'm guessing that's where uh, their trash okay nasty yeah i'm over here like uh like t- going on a witch hunt in my <laughs> mind like why would they need this probably and just then, drops into like a 500 foot pit below <laughs> 500 foot pit or just washes out into the ocean and, oh yeah there you go <laughs> yeah. An incinerator, I would guess, of some sort. The destroyer. Right. So if you somehow the survive going through that, you're falling into an incinerator. Yes. I would vacation in the Sarlacc pit before I went through this thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, yeah. Oh, I don't know. You stand a chance of actually thing, living. Yeah, well, well, this thing's like, I think it'd be very painful, but it would be quick. This thing it would be. You're yeah. not, yeah, I mean, I say if you, you're not surviving, you're not going, you're not limping away from a trip through the muffin masher. No. Right. Well, did we describe it to him as far as like two spindles or long round with with interlocking teeth that spin around. It's probably not even, it doesn't even look sharp. It's right. Just, right. It's probably about the size of this desk, I'm guessing. It's probably like probably about five feet by what, like four or five feet, something, something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's huge. And so I mean you could put almost anything in it and it it just munches it up. Um, I wonder if there's kind of like, terrifying, like, like diamond tipped. I doubt it. There's something on there. There's got to be something on that's there. That's what they should have used instead of the Sarlacc pit. What, just the big muffin mm-hmm. masher? Yeah. 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 I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, you're dead for Boba sure. Fett's not surviving the Oh, yeah. No, uh-huh. you're gone. So what you're saying is uh, in the special edition, instead of the beak coming out, it should have just been the muffin masher with the teeth grinding. No, Correct. just the muffin. Uh, just yeah, the- just, yeah, just the masher thing. <laughs> so um, I just had to start it up and stuff. and Right. <laughs> We get a man, we get his name, I think, is it Gus at the uh, cell tower? Oh, Harry Potter's uncle. It <laughs> looked like it. I yeah. swear the first oh, time I saw it, I thought, thought that too. was him. I I did too. It's not, but I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like, Grant, Grant, Grant Tilly, Grant I have no Tilly. idea who that yeah. is. But he, he is at the cell tower, and um, here's a noise outside. He walks outside. Yeah, I think his power goes out first. Okay, yeah. yeah. He gets attacked, um, gets basically surrounded by these... They look like people, but we don't get a real good look at them. But they are silhouetted. They pretty much converge on him and slash his throat. Start gnawing on him. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, the kills in this are brutal. Yeah, it's, they are. It does, it does not end well. They are not off screen, and no. they are not. It's exactly the way a vampire movie should they be. They don't yep. look back, right. I agree. And it's, like, almost entirely practical. Right. They mm-hmm. Yeah, they attack people the CGI way that, like, a wolf would attack right. someone. I think the the same people that did like Lord of the Rings and King Kong Weta helped mm-hmm. with this movie, the special effects with it. I can't remember. Yeah. And they're fast. Right. Yeah. yeah, they are fast. Like inhuman fast. Right. We cut to the diner. Lucy runs the diner. Um, the stranger has taken a seat at the bar and he's asking Lucy for rum. And she says, we don't serve alcohol during this month. We won't serve alcohol for the next 30 days. Of so, night. <laughs> so then he asks for raw hamburger. Yeah. A bowl of raw hamburger. Right. She's like, we don't serve meat that way. Yeah. Get it You're frozen, not acting suspicious at Frozen all. or burnt to a crisp. That's how it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Alcohol is illegal for the month. Um, he gets violent with Lucy. Like, he grabs her arm, I think. Yeah, he does. He's, oh, he's weird. Yeah. He's uh, like... You won't bring me food. You won't bring me drink. Yeah. <laughs> and snatches her up. I'm like, yep. that would get you arrested in a heartbeat. Yeah. Luckily, Sheriff Eben is nearby. He comes in. And he confronts the stranger. Tells him, hey, we need to go outside and talk. The stranger doesn't want to. He is preparing to, I think, attack Eben. 
when... Always a bad idea. Yeah. He gets a gun held to the back of his head, and it's Stella. Yeah, she upped on him. That was... Which, she's a fire marshal. Yep. So Why did she have a gun? Did they do well, he says that he's, yeah, mm-hmm. as a fire marshal, he's like, they let me carry a gun. She's like, I never asked. Yeah. He, Eben ends I up, agree. um, is able to apprehend the stranger, has a brief conversation with Stella. Oh, you missed your flight. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. Not staying with me. <laughs> Dig you a nice, yeah. a nice deep hole. I'll get, I'll get you a blanket. So back to the sheriff's station, uh, Eben throws this stranger in the jail cell. Uh, we then get uh, the workers at the pipeline. So there's a pipeline, obviously, here in Alaska. And uh, workers are getting off their shift. It's a woman and two men, and they're fighting over whose house they're going to go back to. They're not fighting. They're jokingly. They're doing a paper, rock, scissors to see whose house they get to go back to. And right in the middle, right before they throw paper, rock, scissors, one of them gets instantly, like, ripped away. Yep. I don't even know how to describe this. Yoink. Yeah, he's there. And then all of a sudden, there's this loud flash right. that goes past him, and he just gets... It's like the old, uh, the old Looney Tunes thing where they get yanked off the stage with a cane. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Right. Yeah, so, he yink. gets ri- yeah ripped away from everybody and just drug disappears into a dark shed. Right. Yeah, I would have been gone. I'm not standing out there to wait and see what happened to him. There's no way he made it. If he got snatched away from our rock paper scissors game that fast, there's no way he's alive. If you're still alive, you know where house. I live. Come, let me know. Right. Right. Yeah. You got yourself into this situation somehow. Some people yeah. were looking for you on some level. As they're trying to figure out what's going on, he finally falls from above them and lands on the ground with his throat split open. They yeah. found you. Yeah. So the woman runs away, which Time is to probably go. why she's the one that survives. Which is why John Tell would have survived. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Evan's questioning the stranger. He'll turn in up. In the jail cell, who's not talking. So Evan says, well, it's all right. We got a long time to figure this out. No one's coming for you for 30 days. If you, if you don't want to talk. <laughs> if you don't want to talk, you can just sit there. Right. Uh, Evan finds a pot stash that he thinks is Jake's. That if that if that was weed, that is I don't know what that was. I I That's crispy that, weed. Yeah, I no, I, that was black. It was yeah. like I'm like, that's no burnt. weed that I've ever seen. If, it was burnt weed. Or you know what it could have been? Because they used those UV lights to grow mm-hmm. plants up there. Maybe it's because of that. I don't, I don't know. Could be. Jake says, that's not mine. That's actually Grandma Helen's. It's for her cancer. And she right. says that she admits. She goes, yeah, it's mine. I've been growing it. And so she uses UV lamps to grow. That explains marijuana. that. That does so, explain. So apparently Evan never goes and visits his grandma. Right. Well, she works there at the stairs station. That's where it's yeah. at. So I don't or, know how he didn't know. Or he, he probably does have some idea that she's doing that. But considering the way it looks. Like, he was like, it didn't turn out right. Like, right. there's no way that's going to yeah. do anything to you. She, and she says during this time of year, during these 30 days, I have to grow it that way because there's no sun. So, I have to use a UV lamp. Okay. I bet you it's some kill. I don't know. It's Alaskan dark. weed. Um, they then realize that the we computers ha- are down. So, Evan tries to call the cell tower. The phones are down. The stranger then starts talking and says, You're, you guys are helpless against what is coming. Good to know. They're coming. They're going to take me with them. Honor me for all I've done. Cool, bro. Uh, Edmund then decides to uh, go to the cell tower, tells Helen and Jake to stay on the walkie-talkie until he gets back. Um, and then he said, we're going to get Billy back here, figure out what's going on. So Evan goes looking for Gus up at the cell tower and finds, what is there, a trail of blood? Mm-hmm. He finds a trail of blood, and it's leading to a pike with his head, with Gus's head on it. Yeah. Decapitated Wh- head. Which, th- that was a jump, another jump scare for right. me. 
Just because, like, you're not expecting that. Yeah. Right. And anytime there's a trail of blood, just assume that there are good things at the other end of that trail. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm trying to make the bad situation light. You ever see those on the interstate when you're driving and there's like this just long trail of blood? (laughs) You always assume it was a deer, like got hit by a semi. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've never thought about anything else. What if it was a vampire? Or just a human. (laughs) (laughs) No, typically that's when a a deer meets a semi truck, though. Yeah. Kablooey. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. Semi truck wins that one every time. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I don't even take bets. Yeah. It's not even fun. So my truck's usually not even damaged. It just goes over into a car wash and sprays it off. <laughs> so Evan's driving the sheriff's truck through town now through the streets, and he's on the loudspeaker telling everyone to stay in their homes, not yeah. to leave their homes. And load guns. So we see uh, uh, John Reese and his wife, the one who had the dogs. They're pretty distraught. His wife is in the kitchen, and John is sitting in the living room with a shotgun on his lap. We then get... Tits. Yeah. One of the vampires jumps in through the window. I think this is the first time we actually get to see one. Is that right? Or do we see him early? I don't think we see him. See them so these pull. are not typical vampires right. like with the two canines that form down into yeah. sharp points that like all of their teeth are sharp. Right. This looks like the headless horseman off Sleepy Hollow. Okay. The teeth. They almost look like piranhas. Like type of teeth. Yeah. Yeah, piranha. That's yeah. a good way. They eat like they they chew down on people like one too. Just... Oh yeah. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they drag her out of the out through the window before John can get there. He follows outside as she gets drug underneath the house. One of them slashes his leg as he's trying to pull her out. She gets drug away. Not a lot you can do about that. No. You did your best. It's ten below. She's being drugged under two or three trailers, and which technically this was his fault because she was talking to him. You hear one note smash, and then he doesn't do anything except just stand in that window. Yeah, and he runs out the door. I would have hopped through yeah. that window if my he's wife like, was getting drugged. Yeah. The window broke, and he just kind of looked over like, now what did you drop? Type of look. Yeah. I didn't like, mention that Stella is also at the sheriff's station with Jake and Helen. When Eben brought the stranger back, Stella came with him. So she's there with Jake and Helen. Um, we go back to the sheriff's station. Playing the, some strategy games. Yeah. St- uh, the stranger is scaring Jake and Helen, trying to scare them, um, saying that cold you feel is death approaching. That would have been enough to scare John Tell. Yeah, but on some level, he he wasn't lying. Because John Tell often associates cold with death. Yes. It's so cold. <laughs> so he ends up, so Jake finally throws one of the little plastic pieces at him. And this and kid's just so the naive. Stranger, yeah, the stranger tricks him here. He says, Oh, thank you for that. I can use it to pick the lock later. So Jake says, no, you won't. And he walks back over toward him, and the stranger ends up grabbing him through the bars. He's like, yeah, um, you're right. I wouldn't have. Right. Yeah. Uh, before he can do anything, though, Evan arrives and shoots. Where does he shoot him at? Just shoulder. Shoulder, like in the arm. Yeah. yeah, shoots him in the arm or the shoulder. Uh, during this scene, he started screaming out, you shouldn't have shot me, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're going to get you. Like, he he's really into himself. Like, he goes, they're going to come for you over me. Like, like. So now I'm like thinking this guy might be like the, a big deal. He's not. Yeah. No. no. Not at all. Had me so Evans, Evans mad at this point, trying to force this guy to give him information. All the guy says is, you're all going to die. You're all dead. So, so we find out that the stranger actually preceded the vampires into town. He's the one that burned their phones. Right. He's the one that killed the dogs. Are we to understand that he's done this before? 
Like he's gone someplace. I didn't pick up on that, but they don't really say for sure. Right. I don't think because but yeah, basically this time, what they do this is, time they're going to take me with them. Oh, could be then. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, he's basically the scout that can actually go out during the day. Right. So he kind of day sets work. things up. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a good way to look at it. Work for the vampires. Were they hi- were they hiding in the ship? Because that ship wasn't going anywhere. That's true. Yeah, interesting. That's they true. That, that, that's were. the one thing I was. I couldn't figure out. It's like, I, I didn't think they, about where did they come from? Because they need they need to not be in the sun, right. and they're, it's not like they waited till it was dark because they're there, yeah. right? The night that it mm-hmm. starts. Yeah, I bet they were. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I never even thought about that. that. That was like the that was like just this that one little thing. I wish it could have explained, but that was it. The yeah. more you know. Yeah. yeah, I did zoom in on that picture of the ship, and it said the SS Vampire. So. <laughs> oh. The uh, SS Noferatu. The yeah. SS Lagosi. <laughs> <laughs> so Eben um, handcuffs the stranger to the bars in the cell and then decides that when, when Billy gets there, Eben and Billy and Stella are going to sweep the town and, and find out who's doing this, what's going on. They're going to start at one end, they're going to go to the other end, and they figure that way they're going to be able to find whoever's responsible for this, the things that are going on. Billy's not arrived yet, though. He's... He had gone to check on his wife Peggy after he dropped Stella off, apparently. And we don't end up seeing Billy again until later. Yeah. Much later. Mm, no. Stella and Evan go out in the truck, and as they're driving, they stop the truck and get out to look, and then they immediately get back. We, we don't see what they see, but they they quickly get back in the truck. And now Obviously, like- something's chasing them. As they drive away, one of the, one of the vampires jumps on the back of the truck. So they're speeding away, and a vampire runs them down and jumps on right. the back of their truck. Starts beating in the roof of the the truck. Right. How fast are they going? Like, well, they're 30? going in reverse. I'm guessing probably at least 30, 40. Right. They're <sighs> moving. Once That's- they get him off the truck, there, uh, there's there's fires going on in town. There's a gunshot. And then Evan hears his grandma Helen crying on the radio. So they rush back to the sheriff's station. All they find there is blood. Jake and Helen are not there. The stranger is still there, and he's distraught at this yep, point. Because they didn't take him with them. That's what he says. They didn't take me. He tells Evan to finish him off, which I think Ev- Evan was contemplating. Yeah, he was definitely considering Stella it. Stella t- tells him not to do it, so they leave him. We then see the head vampire for the first time. Yeah, Marlo. Oh, there you go. It never says his name. So yeah, it doesn't. And well, According to the credits. And this was another deviation from the, the comic. There's actually a... Marlowe wasn't the, the head vampire. Mm-hmm. There was another vampire. I can't remember what his name was. Hey, but but it was, uh, um, there was another vampire, and he this head vampire was upset with Marlowe for doing what he did and, hmm. like, exposing himself to the humans. And Marlowe ended up killing the head vampire, and then that led to the rest of the movie. I huh. am so glad they didn't do it. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would have been too much. Yeah. they We hear their language for the first time. Yeah. Like I thought it was weird. Klingon? It's like, yeah, that, yeah, that's it was kind of like clicky. a on. Yeah, the vampires from outer space. It's there like, you it go. Makes sense. <laughs> yep. Alien vampires. Seriously, it's just. I thought they were Russian <laughs> at first. Like that. <laughs> it's what they sound. I, yeah, I thought they, they were from sound Russia. Sound like they need a lozenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I looked it up. It's completely it, made it, up. Language. It was made up for the movie. Yeah, yeah. They they made this up. It's not spoken in like isolated sects of Djibouti or something. <laughs> right. No. No, it's all in English. In the I want to try to get that going. Yeah. Like. You would. This side conversation. He tells the other hear. vampires that we must separate the heads from the bodies. We don't want to turn them. So obviously turn them meaning into other vampires. So you, they need to be thorough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
This was played by uh, Denny Houston, Houston, main villain from Wonder Woman. I forgot he was in. Oh, okay. And a bunch of other stuff. He, you know him. If you I mean, it's him. hard to say he does well or not well in this. He just kind of is makes weird noises from yeah, the back yeah. of his throat. And well, he's yeah, he's he's definitely creepy in this. He plays right. it, the creepy part of it very well. It's kind of like he's kind of creepy looking without makeup on though. The, mm-hmm. Deciphering. Yeah. If Christopher Walken's performance in Sleepy Hollow was good. Right. I mean, I guess. Yeah. He was creepy enough. Sure. We go back to the diner. We've got a bunch of people kind of barricading themselves in the diner at this point. So the the vampires have now started kind of making their way through the town, going after people. They're they're having discussions about who are these people. Some of them think they're just a bunch of people that are coked up on PCP. Yep. <laughs> John Tell had an issue with this. Yeah. You can't be coked up on anything but... Uh, cocaine. <laughs> and so that statement to say being coked up on PCP can never be a thing. So if he'd said they shoot up PCP, is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, you could still snort PCP. Snort? Okay. Just as much as you could shoot up cocaine. Like, you could, it's just, coked up just applies to cocaine. That's I'm, why. I'm thinking this was just a kind of a turn of phrase. It's just kind of a, you know, from someone that doesn't do that sort of stuff. You know, yeah. this guy is just like, He's all coked up on whatever. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, that could be. I don't yeah, know. That makes more but, sense. Yeah, kind of like well, in the same word, like when someone says, I, "Give me a coke," like, right? They just mean like, a soda, right? right. A Doesn't necessarily. Right. Although in some circles that I've passed oh. by, yeah. <laughs> some people, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's do, not what I meant. Right. I got to call the police. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids <laughs> or adults. You give someone a Pepsi when they're asking for a coke. You're getting uh, hands put on you. Yep. I'll start a fight. Yeah. It's like changing the song on a jukebox. You don't ever, like, don't also give PCP to someone asking for cocaine. Right. Because that's... <laughs> you heard the you, you heard <laughs> the song, Don't Rock the Jukebox? Yeah. It wasn't talking about tipping it over. It was talking about don't put rock on the jukebox. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Don't what? Do yeah. Uh, that's... I don't think that's what that meant. <laughs> Jake is one of the people that's here in the diner. Um, we also see the pipeline worker woman the female from the three that got attacked at the pipeline jake says they killed my grandmother so grandmother pot smoking helens she right. no longer has to worry about her cancer they tried to kill my father <laughs> i was waiting i was waiting for like that john reese to be there like they killed my dogs you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes the vampires kill a couple in their home that was pretty rough yeah so there's just straight chaos going on in town right now. No, he said the only thing that was certain was hunger and pain. Woof. And taxes. <laughs> that, um, I'm guessing vampires don't pay taxes. I bet you my football team would have won a lot more games if that's the approach my football coach took with us. <laughs> like he said that in the huddle. <laughs> hunger and pain. If you want to win. Um, so we just get shots of people around town getting attacked by these vampires. Most of them outside. One guy gets thrown off the roof, and we get the Wilhelm scream. Did anybody else pick up on that? Yep, I I, I missed it, but I I wouldn't doubt it. There's a lot of a uh, a lot of yelling and will. Yeah. yeah, it it is just wild violence taking place for yeah. about yeah. a minute on screen. And occasionally, you see like a a view from one of the roofs, and you just see like oh yeah, overhead shots of, <laughs> of yeah. mm. from where snow. people were attacked, right? Oh, blood awesome. and snow. Yeah. As morbid as this sounds, shots of blood and snow look amazing. Yeah. Just the contrast oh, yeah. of the white snow and the bright red. Yeah, right. It's a scary movie, some action yeah. movie. It just looks. Yeah. A rom com 
Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just seeing that just brought a tear to my eyes. It's like, I guess the way a vampire movie should be. <laughs> Evan and Stella make it to the diner. Um, Evan is reunited with Jake, whom he thought was dead. Right. Because um, there was nothing left in the sheriff's station besides there, blood. And there's Foster. a lot of blood. Right. Apparently that was all grandma's. They decide they need to, they, they all need to get somewhere safe. So where can we go to hide? They land on um, the idea of going to Kelso's attic, which obviously is a, is a neighbor who's left town. His house is boarded up, and they say he's actually got an attic that's kind of hidden. Like the right. drawstring that pulls down the attic door is is sort of hidden up in the right. ceiling. So they figure that'd be a place they wouldn't probably find us. Which I, I can't imagine why you would need that. I'm over here thinking um, the same thing. In case you live in You're, a town that goes no sun for 30 days and gets hunted by vampires or alien <laughs> Klingon speaking vampires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just or, in case. I or. Guess. You don't have like your own room two three seven like Scatman gotcha. had See? For, for storage purposes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's where that's where he hides his stash. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, Boot, that would be the bootleg liquor during the <laughs> shutdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, that's exactly what that thing probably was used for. <laughs> for thirty days, business was booming, <laughs> and you could tell your grandkids that every yep. year, like. Alaskan bootleggers. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rum runners. So Eben and Stella decide to go find bear traps at one point. Yeah. In the in the sheriff's truck. I didn't really understand that. But I mean, I guess that would work. It'd slow you down. Yeah, sure. I don't know why that'd be the first thing you'd think of. Right. So they drive off in the 4 by 4 The vampires stop the truck and literally lift it off the ground, the back of yeah. the truck off the ground, and R- flip it all the way over. Well, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, why wouldn't you get out? No, you, you don't get out in that situation, do you? You just keep your foot on the gas and hope that it catches. Yep. Yeah. Uh, unless you're because like, if you get out, you're like, dead. See, that yeah. was us. Be like, quick, get in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Start jumping. <laughs> so they flip it all the way over, back over front. They're getting attacked. The vampires are trying to pull them out of the car. It's not looking good for Evan and Stella here. And then out of nowhere, the vampires get creamed, dusted by a snowplow. That was <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, thank you, Bo. He was doing his thing. Yep, yep. he clocked in for work. Bo, uh, I, I think it's pronounced. Okay. Yeah, literally, he was like literally just doing his job. He wouldn't even tell me like there's right. snow on the road. I yeah. got to get the snow out of the way. Right, like, people are in my way. Yeah, I got to get my job done. Right, the union. So then, Evan and Stella Overtime. and Bo are able to get to the attic. Um, they're talking about a plan. Evan says we're going to sleep in shifts. We're going to ration our food, um, and work to figure out our next step. Oh, by he the says, way, Bo is definitely my favorite character in this whole movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great guy. Evan says, we have two advantages. We know this town, and we know the cold. We live here for a reason, because nobody else can. Yeah, but I, I can hate on that statement so much. No no other place in the United States would take you. You were forced to be up here. Don't make it seem like <laughs> we are the end-all and be-all. That's why we're here. Like, no one's like, stop. You're not living up there. Yeah, be- yeah because I'm the end-all and be-all down here. That's right. Like, you don't go to the top of where no one's at to show them that. Like, you're an embarrassment. We put you up there so no one knew you existed. You're like the citizens, the kids that the parents keep in the basement yeah. when company right. comes over. And you're not even the people that go up there and then come back right. during this month. Right. You're the people that stay up there all year. Pretty much these people are the red-headed stepchildren uh, of Alaska. Yeah, but, but it makes them feel too. better. Yeah. Sure. You can- <laughs> cool. 
So we go back to the stranger at the sheriff's station. The head vampire shows up now. The other, there's a female vampire that I guess is like his mistress. Maybe? I'm guessing. I, I have no idea. Wow. Okay. Oh, Craig. There we go. She is equally ugly. Really? As, but there's the but. Okay. This was CGI and computer effects. They, but Shelley Duvall, that was just her. It was all natural. Right. So, but she's equally as ugly, if not worse. But I know it was computer anime, or this, just the graphics. So, so is that a compliment for Shelly Duvall, or? I'm going I'm to leave that one up to you, man. <laughs> so, oh, I'm not a bad guy, so. Are you sure? Well, uh, that's why I'm leaving that up to you. <laughs> Did you guys see Marlo the Vampire's fingernails? Yeah. He, he needs to trim those yeah, he was. He, it, looked, yeah, it looked like Lori Christmas's toenails on Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to wipe? Oh. oh, I don't think they bother. Ugh. Ugh. I don't think they have to. Yeah, I'm like, what? How does their diet? But either way, it's just like, yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he has a, a bidet. A bidet. You would have there, to. Yeah, but I, it's, it's always going to be bloody, though. That's disgusting. I couldn't I mean, use a bidet. About it. Yeah. Uh, that's they wild. do get a lot of protein. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So you, may, I imagine it's pretty stinky. Yeah, so the vampire tells the stranger he's a weird caressing his face. Yeah, and like all their their movements are all like, he'll go slow and then he'll go fast. Right. And it's like weird and creepy. Yeah, he says, we're going to take care of you, and then immediately snaps his neck. Yeah. Thanks. He did. Yeah, no, and the, and the the phrase that which uh, Marlo, he says, <laughs> Yeah. And in, in their language, he says... The things that they will believe. Mm. Right. And I thought that was... Craig, I thought of something. What if instead, like the way they did it in the comic book, some Mm -hmm. dude didn't like, the other vampire didn't like what they were doing. What if that dude was, uh, what's his name, Worf from uh, Star Trek or something? (laughs) Oh, we have... Because they're Klingon vampires or alien vampires. Worf. Yeah, Worf. I know his name's Worf, but the actor's name. I'm I'm guessing he was not busy. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I'm guessing he's also like 75 years old. I, I I like that this this line though because you notice throughout this movie, Marlo, he's saying these things to like around the other vampires, but also to the human. He's he's killing, but each thing alludes to they don't think we're real, but we're gonna make them believe us. But then we're gonna cover it up, right? <laughs> right. The things they'll believe, yeah. and so like there's a lot of that going. There's on. a lot of Humans yeah. are useless and need to be eradicated. Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. I was going to bother. That was going to bother me. That never works well for any group of people that try to do that to another people. No, like it's never worked. No, it doesn't end well. Uh, one of the people. Um, we go back to the attic. One of the people that's hiding out in the attic with them and Frank Style. <laughs> yeah. That's a hiding girl, ain't it? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. It'd be worse. <laughs> I, I was getting some uh, some Ian Frank vibes. From yeah, this. Wilson. From earlier, whose helicopter was ransacked, and Carter, who was at the Muffin Masher. Wilson's father is an old man with dementia, so he's very confused throughout the movie. He has to keep telling his dad that the dad's wife, which would be Wilson's mother, is dead. He keeps asking for her, asking where she's at, especially he'll wake up out of his sleep and like be yelling for her. So they're trying to keep him quiet. It's Kind of that would be really difficult. That would be. Yeah, sorry, Dan. Throw him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna throw him out the window, and we're all gonna run the other way. <laughs> yeah, it's not helpful. 
you know, be awesome as, as if they did that and he ended up killing all the vampires. They hear noises going on in the houses next door and they say they're tearing through everybody's homes. And so there's kind of an argument happening in the attic of what they should do. Um, one of them kind of led, um, leading the charge for we need to keep moving, we need to move, is Doug. And I don't know where we are introduced to him, but he is Man. one of the people up here with him. He's saying we need to we need to move, and the argument um, against it is from pretty much everybody else because they're like, we probably won't get away, and a couple of us definitely aren't going to get away, like the old man. Mm-hmm. And he says, basically, well, if we stay here, we're all going to die, and at least if we leave, there's a chance that some of us could get away. So that's causing an argument back and forth. Evan finally takes charge and says, we're going to stay here when the next blizzard hits, which should be in a couple days. The vampires won't be able to stay out in that, so we're going to use the wide-out low visibility to try to make our way to the general store and get supplies, and eventually we need to get, um, we're going to try to get to the Utilidor, and then we'll we'll hold out there. And like the comic, it says something like the snow and everything kind of messes with like the vampire's senses or something uh, like that. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. say that in this, but you kind of mm-hmm. you kind of get the sense that they, the, not uh, just like anybody, if it's bad right. enough conditions, it makes it hard to see yeah, and right. move around. Focus. Like, uh, <clears throat> pin someone down to the ground, bite their neck. <laughs> that Doug guy, I, I got um, he kind of reminded me of Brad Dorf. Hmm. Oh, um, uh, from Child's no, Play, yeah. Chucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Really? Yeah, I don't oh, think I've ever seen that. Stay tuned in a half. Tuned. Yep. Yep. Uh, we then get our bait scene with a character named Kirsten. Were we introduced to her before this? Who was she? There's a woman walking in the middle of the road. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I was think it's she just one a, of the ones in one the, the diner at yeah. one point. Yeah, I'm not sure. sure. She's walking in the middle of the road, yelling for help. She's walking down the middle of the street, so the people in the attic see her outside, and initially are like, "Oh, that's Kirsten. We got to go help her." And then Eben stops him and says, "No, look." Nope. And you can see on the rooftops the vampires are walking. He says they're using yep. her as bait. They're, they're crouched to, over, they're crawling, to flush people out. So does that? And I thought about this. Had she been in their custody, or had they just let her wander and not attacked her? I think they they found her. You know what? Was she John Reese's wife? No, I don't think. I don't think so. The one that was drugged under the house, right? Mm-hmm. I I don't think so. Because I, I think she. Well, she could have been. I'm Maybe not. that was John Reese's wife. Maybe. So she. Uh, but I mean, most, she ends up getting killed. But yeah, the, most of these characters, I could. Almost care as much as ba- about as like the Friday the Thirteenth character, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is not much, right? She gets to the end of the street. The vampires converge around her. She says, "I tried. There's there's nobody left." They end up killing her. Evan ends up finding. He goes outside to see if there's any way that he can help Kirsten, but realizes, sure enough, as he thought, it's it's bait. It's a trap. And he finds John Reese under his house. Under his house, and that's why I think this might be his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense because he was also his leg got broke. Right. And so um she gets killed. There's continued arguing in the attic with now that Evan's not in there about we need to leave, we shouldn't stay here. Evan pulls John out. He says my my legs hurt pretty bad, so he pulls John out from under the house and jumps backwards cuz John is clearly not looking normal right he's starting to change so he's been attacked by a vampire and he's turning into one he says i'm so hungry that's not what you want to hear from someone turning into a vampire no that's going to say you ever have a snickers so he finally <laughs> continues to turn and um Let's put some blood on it <laughs> yeah he ends up chasing eben 
um, knocking his gun away, and then he gets tangled up in the swings on a swing set, and Evan takes an axe from a wood pile and goes to town. Yeah. Wait, no. I, when I say that, it makes it seem like Evan wanted to do this. He did right. not want to do no, this. No, no, no. But John Tell, in Evan's position, <laughs> I'm going to town. Um, Evan ends up getting back to the house, and he's in need of his inhaler, but he doesn't have it. He says he lost it. But he ends up being okay. This was kind of a thing where you kept feeling like yeah. the asthma was going to really play a role, and this was kind yeah. of the end of it at that point. He ends up, oh my gosh, he needs his inhaler. Where's it at? And he's huffing and puffing on the ground. Stella's like, where's your inhaler, Evan? And he says, I, I lost it. And so it's like, oh no. And then Evan just goes, it's okay. It's okay. I'm all right. And then that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. I kind of thought I just, it would it play. Seem, that, that whole thing just seemed kind of pointless. Right. Yeah. It didn't get yeah. in. Yeah. It didn't get in. Like from science. <laughs> yeah. You're good, He tells bro. him John yeah. Reese became one of the vampires. The vampires then find John's head and realize that it was starting to change. So I didn't really understand this part of them finding John's head. Are they realizing that he changed? Was that what we were supposed to pick up on here? Or the fact that, oh... Someone has killed one of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And maybe it is a little bit of both. Could be. I, I was thinking it was mainly because he had changed. Okay. Unless he was tr- trying to change. But they obviously also realize now, hey, someone's still around because someone just killed. Oh, true. Right, one right, right. Of our changelings. The demented old man wakes up in the attic again, confused. He tries to leave the attic. Wilson and Stella catch him down the ladder of the attic and they trying to explain to him no you know he says i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm getting out of here and they're like no you have to stay it's okay he's like go get your mother we're leaving right now so he's just completely lost it he finally seemingly comes back to a little bit and says i'm really sorry he's kind of crying and they're like it's okay it's okay we just we have to go back up he's i need to go to the bathroom first and they're like okay that's fine go to the bathroom just don't flush so he goes into the restroom as they're waiting on him, they hear a, a noise in the restroom. So they go in there to check on him. He's gone out the window. So he's left. Are you going after him, John Till? That old sack of bones couldn't make it 30 yards upriver. <laughs> no, you couldn't. So <laughs> no, Stella's trying to get Wilson to stop because Wilson's going after him. And she says, no, you can't. And he says, it's my father. I have to go. So he ends up pushing her and she cracks her head on the banister. Yeah, um, That's a domestic. Oh, yeah. Like right immediately. Yeah. So she recovers pretty good from it, though. And there's a police officer right however, above him. However, they're not they're not married, and it's not their home. So that's right. assault. Eben is there sleeping up in the attic. That's why he isn't part of this. I mean, technically, they're all breaking and entering mm. at this point. So, so Wilson leaves out the front door. This draws the attention of the vampires. Eben comes down as the vampires coming in the door. They hide in the bathroom. And luckily, Wilson yelling outside for his father distracts the vampire enough. He leaves. So, uh, Wilson ends up clearly not making it. Yeah. No, yeah. Gets, you could see it coming. Right. Yeah. He's outside just yelling for his dad. So, he gets killed for being stupid. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we knew his dad wasn't going to make it. He was right. like, I what, mean, 89 years old? You get it. But it's like, how long do you want a guy to live that's clearly seasoned? Yeah. yeah and senile. And has dementia, right? right? He doesn't even know his... Yeah. His wife is dead. At that point, it's sad, but it's similar to like a couple times they're trying to help somebody and that person's clearly already being attacked. They kind of just leave. Another thing that just seems kind of pointless. Right. Well, he left and he shouldn't have. I don't know. But I mean, that's another. Why is he there? Why is he up? Yeah. Up in in Alaska. It's like you (laughs) you think that he would be in Miami and 
living next door to Scatman no. Crothers. <laughs> yes, yes, in Miami. Yeah. While no, he's Dad, in his apartment. We've lived with- here. We've always lived here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his dad needs to be corrected. Yes. Well, here's (laughs) something else I got to say about that. Problem solved. Right. As far as these two characters, there you go. That's why I said it's less you got to get for groceries. So, Evan and Stella, uh, they go back up to the attic. Okay, let's recap here. Who's left? We've got Evan and Stella. Jake is still... There, Carter, the guy that runs the muffin masher. The muffin masher, yeah, Carter. He's still there. Lucy from the diner is still here. Doug, the guy that I don't really remember where we were introduced to him, but he's the one that kind of keeps arguing that they need to move and they need to leave. You say Bo? No, Doug. Bo, no, I did yeah. not. Bo is still there. Oh, sorry. Um, I think that's it. Yep. We're whittling down. Right. Eben and Stella are talking. Are they seriously trying to rekindle their romance right now? <sighs> Baby, come back. Like I yeah, said, this... <laughs> Like I said, characters in this I care almost as much as about like all the Friday. The right. No, right. and I kept. Thinking, I mean, yeah, really they, is now. Right. I, I was like, think... I, I found this bouquet of flowers for you outside. Sorry, it's covered in blood and viscera. <laughs> right. But uh, it's we're, we're still on, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think that they're estranged in the comics. I think they're madly they're, in love, married, and that makes you kind of root for them even more. It's just it's like, it's just, just to create more drama. I'm rooting for them less now that I know that. So they hear a noise on the roof <laughs> and it, it leaves. But at this point, the vamp, one of the vampires was already inside and clearly was like smelling, could smell that they were nearby before he got distracted by Wilson outside. So I would be thinking, and I think they are, they know someone's here now. So they'll be back at some it's point. Like, oh, it smells. Oh, smells. <laughs> so they decide, hey, we got we to gotta go now. Um, it starts snowing. So they say, okay, as soon as it's safe, we're gonna we have to move. So we get then get like blizzard conditions. We get a text on the screen that says day eighteen. Yeah, which doesn't help you at all because you don't know where you were before. Right, exactly. It's like same thing with the shining. Right, exactly. We have a blizzard now. It's a whiteout. So they're slowly moving through the street. The vampires have obviously gone into hiding or at least out of the elements, taking shelter, taking shelter. <laughs> they go to the general store. They split up to get supplies. And they find a a little. They hear a noise, and it's a little girl, and she is. Um, She's going to Munchtown. Vampiring. Yeah. Another yeah. woman. I thought it was Lucy. It's not Lucy, because Lucy's still around for She's like, a while. I'm done playing with this one. Do you want to play with me now? That's exactly what she like says. Creepy. Good. Which creep. is pulled. Which is pulled directly out of the comic. Huh. Yeah. You're going to the chokey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't eat people. Was that a Matilda reference? Yes, yes. it was. Nice. <laughs> she then attacks Carter. They end up getting her pinned against a wall, and Jake finally takes the axe and decapitates her. Pinned again. Which there was hesitant because everybody had that. This is a little girl. Who's no, going to do it? No, right. It's not a little girl anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, I feel like I understand the moral conundrum you're in here, right. but, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You just saw her feasting yeah. on someone. I'm no different than a kid than, than if I see a kid with a bomb strapped to his chest. Yeah. So this has clearly affected Jake that he had to right. do this, but he made the right call. Come on, honey. Don't and, watch I mean, that's feet. different because he's younger. The good of the like many versus the good of the few or whatever. Right. Eben realizes that the whiteout is over and there's um, they're not going to make it to the Utilidor without cover. So they need to come up with a plan. That they determine at this point that they think they can't be in the daylight, which is why they're here. But they don't really know for sure. And that's I think Bo at one point says, 
I'm not going to, what does he say? Just because it worked on Bella Lugosi doesn't mean it's going to work on these guys. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what he said. Even earlier, J- Jake says something like, they're like vampires or something, and still it's like, there's no such thing as vampires. It's like, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Okay. I don't care you what you what? think, that make, that makes sense to me. Let's Vampire, say this sure. is let's say this is a placeholder name until we figure out what they are. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't right. want to get sued. Klingon right. zombies. Yeah. Does that make you feel better if we call them Klingon zombies? <laughs> can we can we sign off on Klingon zombies? Right. Yes. Klingon vampires. <laughs> Sticking with vampires. The entire yeah. time you find out they're Dutch. Um their plan <laughs> is now to use the UV light from Grandma Helen's pot farm. pot operation. Yeah. Thank you, Grandma. To use that lamp on the vampires in hopes that it will hurt them. They have to get the generator going and then make it back to the sheriff's station where he can use her UV light, her lamp. Evan volunteers to go. while the And while he's doing that, the others need to start making their way to the utilidor. He's running through the streets yelling for the vampires who notice him. And they start following him while the others leave. So plan's going off without a hitch so far. I thought they had to go to the sh- sheriff's office first. Yeah, why did they have... You're right, but why did they have to go to the sheriff's office? I think that's where her, like, mini pot farm was, isn't it? Well, what? yeah, but that... No. Eben's the one that's... So he's going to her house, I think. That's right. I said the sheriff's station. He's going to her house Yeah. to use her UV lamp. They ha- they do say that they're going to the sheriff's station, but I don't more remember supplies, why. More supplies? More supplies? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe guns. Yeah, fire yeah, yeah, that is what it was. Or it's maybe like taking like one step at a time so they can hide for a minute or something right. or whatever. Maybe. As they're leaving, Doug gets killed S- in this it's part. Strategy, that's why they're applying risk. risk. Strategy. Right. Doug gets killed as they're leaving. A vampire attacks him. They keep moving. No one seems to care too much about Doug. Yeah, yeah. Poor Doug. I know. I didn't really feel bad. Stella thought about stopping at one point. From when yeah, I- and Bo just pulled her. He's like, yep, no, he's dead. Screw so that guy. Evan starts up. The generator gets the light, and he holds it down under the shade while he's waiting right inside the door for the vampires to come in, who he knows are waiting right outside. Um, the head vampire, instead of barging in, he's smart enough to realize he thinks something's going on because it seemed kind of convenient that he was yelling for them in the streets, and now he's gone in here. The woman vampire, his mistress or whatever, is kind of chomping at the bit to go inside, so he kind of finally motions it for her to go in. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Use her yeah. as the sacrificial lady. Ladies right. first. Yeah, and that was, the, that was her signal to go. Yeah, that's obviously Klingon vampire right. for or, you go first. Yep. Check it out. Yeah, so she goes barging through the door. Eben holds up the light and just smokes her. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was definitely effective. Yeah. And it um, happened quick. It did. Oh, yeah, so she falls out. Uh, and like half of her body is badly burned instantly, like right. past her degree. Well, yeah. UV light is like a UV lamp is like I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm I'm just gonna throw one out. Like it's like a hundred times more powerful than what comes through the atmosphere because it's not sun. being right from the sun blocked. It's more right. direct, yeah, right, more concentrated. Ah, uh, this was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and I'll explain it. Stella radios Evan, Evan, and and says. He says, hey, it worked, but I'm pretty sure they're getting ready to cut the power. And as soon as he says that, quick, the power goes out. They've cut the generator. He has the best reaction to this that I've seen in a horror movie. He bolts. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't finish his sentence. He doesn't look and try to jimmy with the light to see maybe. plug. How many times do you see that in horror movies? Right. They're like, what's going on? How can I maybe figure it? No. Flipping the switch. Come on. He's in the middle, in mid-sentence telling Stella, hey, it worked. 
but I think they're getting ready to cut the power. As soon as he gets that word out, the power is cut. They've obviously cut the generator, yep. and he goes into an all-out sprint. Yep. To get out. I love that yep. part. I don't know why I like that yep. part so much, but Beat you just feet. don't see that in, in horror movies. So it was like, why is he still there? What is he not? Why is he not? Oh no, he absolutely. We get a a react, and I call these out because they don't happen enough in horror movies. When you get a genuine reaction, right? Especially from the hero who you would think would be like, oh, now I'm going to be tough and try right. to, oh no, figure this out. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. The heroes that run away live to fight another day. You just like that because it rhymes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're really proud of yourself. You didn't. You didn't accept that the really, rhyme. It did sounded you? really good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> No, I'm 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 gone. Soon as <laughs> she's not really getting too many words out of me. Yeah, I work by. <laughs> so Evan's running, but he's kind of in trouble at this point. Bo and Stella are talking, and Bo says, "Hey, tell Evan to go to a certain street." And you get the sense here that Bo's gonna sacrifice himself. And sure enough, he comes out of nowhere in the hold on trencher, mm-hmm. as I call the chainsaw truck. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And just starts, and he's got that thing rigged too. Yeah, he's oh, got yeah. bear traps all over. Oh, he's got bits, got bear traps on it. He's got a shotgun in his lap. Yep. yep. So they start jumping on. Uh, he's he's cutting these things in half. One of them gets hit, tries to climb on the back, and steps in a bear trap. The bear trap is chained to the back of the truck, so he's getting drugged <laughs> he's getting behind. Drug. That's awesome. At this point. That is awesome. Yeah, it was. That 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 was by far the best part of the whole. This was by far the best part of this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, this was an awesome scene. Went off in, with a blaze of fire. Oh, yeah. He finally crashes, so. purposely crashes into the corner store. He gets out and he has a box of flares. And as they're surrounding him, he says, you're not going to eat me. Yeah, you're not going to eat me. Uh-huh. And he lights up the flares in the box and there's a huge yep. explosion. Somehow he survives. Yeah. He ends up outside and the head, right. vampi- the head vampire <laughs> stomps on his skull. Yep. That was rough. He literally caved his head in. After saying something that he clearly doesn't know what he's saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, what was it you said, John Tell? Your big villainous speech doesn't have the same effectiveness if I can't understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of that weird language and looking down yeah. down at him as he's like about to kill him. He's just yeah. like, what are you? <laughs> Again, do you need a Ricola or <laughs> lodgings or whatever? We go to the sheriff's station. Um, they make it to the sheriff's station. Carter is starting to change at this point. So when the little girl attacked him in the store, she obviously got enough of him that it's starting to change him. He realizes and he tells him, hey, I totally understand. You guys got to you have to kill me. He has like this whole speech about like his family. Yeah, or his family's dead. Like, they're waiting on me. He's trying to make it easier on him. Right. He's like, and, you know, I don't have anyone here. I don't have anything. Oh, so, say less. Yeah. Just say less. I got you, Evan man. takes him back into the office and closes the door and you hear a loud crunching sound so. i'm not even shutting the door for that you know what's going on i would have thought uh, mid-sentence yeah, about like losing his family and missing something. his family just gets an axe right to the throat uh we then get another text on the screen it's day 27 so we're getting close yep they're sitting inside the sheriff station and evan and stella see a light coming from a nearby house and he says it's billy so billy's back we asked a couple times, like, where's Billy been this whole time? Because he was in the very beginning of the movie. He's a sheriff's deputy. You would think he'd be a pretty valuable member of right. his right. team, and he's not been around. So we finally get Billy, but it's not great. Yeah. He's in his house kind of cowering in a corner and crying. Eben and Stella go to get him, and Eben goes into the bedroom, and there is a three bodies covered up with a sheet on the bed with blood coming out of the head area. That Eben realizes it's Billy's wife, Peggy, and their daughters. Billy says, when we started hearing the screaming and realized what was going on, 
I didn't want them to die like that. And he said, I tried to shoot myself, but the gun jammed. So he offed his wife and kids and then couldn't turn it on himself. You find a way at that point. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. There's right. This was, this reminded me of the ending of the mist. Yes. The movie ruined that movie for me. It did. And I'm not even saying it was a bad ending, but good grief. Yeah. I've never different. seen he, that. He was out of ammunition. Right. Gun didn't jam and he just didn't figure it out and all that stuff. Right. right. And then he's like, I shouldn't have signaled you. <laughs> yeah, no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> no. We know this now. Stayed here and froze yeah. to death. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I didn't understand yeah, he's any just, of this. Yeah, so he, where you think Billy's going to show up and eventually like be a help, he's really not. Like he's no. completely yeah. just had a right. complete breakdown after what as he you would felt right. like right. he should have right. done. And Eben disagrees. It's right. your family. You don't hurt them. <laughs> That's that what he says. It's, it's just like well, what was the whole point of this? Yeah, Thanks. Eben's just had I known that no. before. They'd still be alive, Evan. B- yeah, bad. Billy really like ruins like everything. He and really it, yeah. does from this and, point. Yeah, on. Yeah, and then it. Yeah, this is not comes the end into of it. like what happens at the end. Yeah, so they're trying to get to the Utilidor. Evan and Stellar. No, they're trying to get Billy back to the sheriff station, and then they see a vampire or something, and then they they are underneath a house for some weird yeah. reason. So they end up having to hide, trying to get back to the sheriff station. There's a little girl again being used as bait. But Stella goes and saves her. They get split up, basically. Right. And she's under a car with the kid. Well, hiding. they end up under the ha- They're under a house oh. trying to get to the Utilidor. Billy's on his own now. He's hiding. And there's a vampire you see in the background that's on a rooftop that's watching Billy. So mm-hmm. he thinks he's hiding, but he's really not. The others have made it to the Utilidor at this point. Eben gets there. He finds Jake, pipeline worker, girl, and Lucy. Those are the three that are left besides Eben and Stella. Stella hasn't shown up yet, so Evan, somehow, right, right, she hasn't gotten there yet because she's still with the girl. Head vampire crouched over a dead body. Is he? He like gets blood off of the body, and it's, it's like yeah, rubs it's it like through his, his head, it's like his gel or something. Yeah, it's or, like blood hair gel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't get that. It's just like it's like well, I mean, that? you know, it's cold and dry. You know, you got to stay moist. Yeah, you got to keep right? volume. Right. Do you realize how much blood watching like, this movie? Oil that these people wasted. A lot of blood. Yeah. They and they wasted a lot for people that like need blood to survive. True. Like vampires. Yeah, they're wasting blood a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. They should. Yeah, so I mean, they should have saved it. Like put it in like bottles and. Right. They don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's telling the rest of the vampires, "We must leave no evidence of what happened here." And basically, the thought behind this is, we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. So that we can then move on to the next place and they will be unsuspecting victims for us as well. Because we spent a millennium convincing people that we were just bad dreams and stories. And we need to continue to think they're bad dreams, but also believe that they're real. This guy had some weird philosophies. Yeah. So Billy makes it to the Utilidor, but of course he's on his own and he's, I mean, he's just being pointless, crying and whimpering the whole time. Not careful. He goes into the Utilidor and the vampire trailing behind follows him inside. So now the vampire's gotten in. Evan's trying to reach Stella on the uh, radio. It's not working. Billy then gets attacked in the Utilidor. The others show up to help him. Billy kind of ends up finally pushing the vampire into the muffin masher, which makes short work of the vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, when Billy yeah. falls back down. The muffin masher ripped his hand off. Yes, of course this would happen to this guy. Right. Ouch. It's so he's screaming in point. pain. 
And as Eben's trying to help him, he realizes he's starting to change already. So he's starting to like screech and howl like the vampires. They added that in after the movie was finished. This was a post-production type thing Mm -hmm. where they added it because they said everything else was fine. The girl murder, the little girl kill was fine. They said that he didn't sound like he was, they, they had motive for him to be killed, this, this deputy. So they added the vampire screech in it. What was it going to be? It was going to be NC-17. It was just him screaming. And then like just him as a, a human screaming. And then screaming. they kill him like a mercy kill. Right. And, uh, but it was NC-17. And so they changed that. That was like one of the, the only things that they changed in this movie was no that. Kidding. And that. Ended up pushing it to a rated R. <laughs> Not the little kid being chopped. Right. Not the little girl okay. murder. This was what was going to push it to an NC-17. So Evan chops oh, his head off with an axe. Yeah. Long story short, Evan decapitates him. Right. And I think this was probably, at least for me, for, from my viewing, probably the easiest kill of the yeah. Right. It's brutal, though, right. man. These kills are brutal. Like, you're watching a guy get his head chopped off with an right. axe, and it is not. Cutting away from right. it. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's not as easy as Jason Voorhees. Because yes. right now. It's not happening in one swing. Right. right. And, and it never does. watching the whole thing. Right. You got tendons you're ripping through, yeah. bone. Like, there's a whole slew of things. You couldn't have been an executioner, very. I know I couldn't have been. A zombie Jason cut three heads off in one swipe. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. call BS on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Evan, uh, Stella reaches out on the radio so evan's trying to talk to her to figure out where she's at she's under a truck with the little girl he's like what up girl a broken and down again, truck on the road why she somehow couldn't make it right who knows movies gotta so he movie. says we're coming to get you and then there's two there's vampires that are starting to walk through the streets they don't know where stella's at but they're too close there's no way they can get to them they can't i think she her. did this on purpose she's just making so- the relationship between her and Evan a lot more complicated <laughs> oh. than it should be. Yeah, Evan says we'll have to uh, we, we have to get off the radio right now, um, or else they're going to hear you. But you and I are going to watch the sunset tom- or this uh, the the sun come up tomorrow. Empty promises. It actually wasn't. I know you probably thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to die. Yeah. I could think of so many other things I could do. So there's yeah. So we we get they what notice oil leaking into the streets. So the vampires have broken into the pipeline, and that's their ultimate. This is how they're going to cover up the crime. They're going to light the town up, burn the whole yep. town down, and they it'll, realize it'll just look like an accident. It's going to look. This is going to look like a whole, uh, a horrible accident. Right. No one's going to know what happened here. And then, but then do, zero people survive it. That the vampires will. Yep. Yeah, they're going to move on. But no, that's what I mean. Like, but like that—that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to hide. It's not going to seem kind of suspicious. It's like wow. Like, zero right. people survive this. Yeah, not like a true. couple few people. Yeah, you think so. But, yeah, you know, I guess it's right. down to 150 people left in the town. But, Maybe there was just a massive explosion that blew up the entire yeah. town. Yeah, right, I guess. burned so. all the like, evidence. It's like right. you guys keep saying movies got a movie. Right. Yeah. But even if they suspected that it wasn't, they still aren't going to know it was vampires. Yeah. So, now Eben has a conundrum here because Stella and the little girl are trapped under the truck. They're going to burn. If Eben goes after them, he's probably not going to get to them, but he will also be alerting the vampires to the location of everybody else. So does he go save Stella or does he stay? She's going to burn up and at least the people that are still in the Utilidor with him. So he has the most crazy bonkers decision that he makes. 
Yeah. I did not see this coming the first time I saw this movie. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't care. Like, well, it sucks to be you. Your fault the way this relationship happened. He injects himself with the vampire blood that is now in Billy. Mm-hmm. Where he got a syringe, I don't know. Yeah, he got a syringe. Yeah, he got a syringe. Yeah. Yeah. That's by the muffin masher. I'm sure there's lots of (laughs) Sure. He injects himself with the blood so that he is, he essentially is turning himself into the vampire because he says we can't fight them as we are. Right. Which is true. And changes himself. Transforms. Right. Because he says the other ones that have changed, they didn't completely change right away. So he thinks if I do this, I can kind of. Develop into the get, you know, being able to fight them, but still be able to control myself and not attack you guys. Uh, but turns himself into blade, <laughs> a white blade. But you don't know oh, if boy. you're going to get the strength you need until you're fully. Yeah, kids listening, injecting yourself with someone else's blood. Always bad, a bad idea. Unless you're in a hospital yeah. and there's doctors doing it yeah. as part of a blood transfusion. Right. That's not something you want to do on yeah. your own. Unless you're trying to get AIDS. Yeah, there you, you go. If you have yep. a reason that you're trying to infect yourself with the AIDS virus. You're trying to get back at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Best case scenario. Talk about your all-time sick. backfires. <laughs> so he goes outside to face the vampires. The head vampire says, Which, which means, means uh, the one who fights. The yes. one who fights. Yep. Good translation there, Peter. Yeah, that yeah. was good. I Wait. know you spoke alien Klingon. Alien Klingon vampire. I'm so sorry. It's the vampiric language of the Klingons. <laughs> There's a fight between Eben and the head vampire. Pretty good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of blood. And then finally, just about the time it looks like the head vampire is getting the upper hand, he dives at Eben. Eben punches through his mouth and out the back of his head. Yes. Like the dude playing the scary maze game on his screen. That is yeah. the end of Marlowe. Yes. I remember we were watching wow. this because I had only seen this movie once. And I could not remember what he did, what he does to him. I'm like, oh, yep, that was it. Yep. Well, what, what was it on Mortal Kombat? That would have been a, like, total annihilation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finish him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that. It was a finishing move. Yeah. Yep. So the other vampires leave. Right. And Stella comes out, says, what did you do to yourself? What I had to do. For love. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. I want to I want to sh- shut this on straight twilight at this moment. Yep. He starts the, he starts sparkling. Yeah, the sun. So you're thinking the sun is starting to come up. She's like, "I've been the sun." So he takes her out and they watch the sun rise together like he promised. And you're kind of she's crying at this point. They kiss. I thought she was going to get infected from right. the kissing, but yeah. she doesn't. And that breaks the curse. That's what I thought. <laughs> right. First time, well, now listen. The first time I saw this, I thought, oh my gosh, is this going to be one of those true love's kiss breaks the vampire curse, <laughs> right? I think John Tell was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. To this movie's Don't credit, do it. it doesn't. Yeah. Because the sun comes out and Eben like starts turning to ash and writhing and screaming in pain and dies as we get a close up of Stella's face as she's embracing the now dead, ashy, crispy. Yeah. He needs some, like, Noxzema. Oh, no, there's nothing keeping this. Like, his, oh, yeah. He has leprosy. <laughs> like, like yeah, I would have screamed, this is your fault, Stella! Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was uh, into Harry Potter Voldemort. Yeah. It zooms yeah. in on her face as she's holding the ashy remains of Eben, and we cut to black and roll 
credits. Yeah. Yeah. That is how this movie ends. Yeah. Think of in That's what I mean. That, that, this right. was all Billy's fault. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to give this a B. And, um, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a good grade for it. I will say one thing that would have made the ending a little better, like, well, not a little bit. It would have just made it a curse. better ending rather than him, uh, getting in-gamed, <laughs> in-gaming himself, uh, would have been like, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would have been better had he like went off after those other vampires, like became like the white blade, as Peter yeah. put it. And then that like, would have been awesome. yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, like, Stella, I gotta go. I'm going after the rest of these vampires. He, yeah. come, he comes back with a sword on his back. <laughs> yeah. Mine quad. Fade. But yeah, yeah. I right, decent B for it. Uh, yeah, I go B. I mean, this would easily be a C or D movie for me, but uh, it was fun. Like, this mm-hmm. is an enjoyable, it's gross. It is edge of your seat. There's jump scares. It's nasty. Um, it's nonstop action, pretty much. Tyler, the way you describe mm-hmm. that, I want to date this movie. <laughs> I want to be with this movie in a relationship. See this movie? I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to oh, give yeah. it a B minus. It's a good movie. It was is one of those where it's not not to the point where it's so bad it's good. If the acting had been worse, this would have been a so bad it's good. But yeah, the acting good was good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The acting was pretty good in it. And the effects were good in it. I think if this had been a CGI fest, it would have been a bad movie. Oh yeah. But it was all it was almost entirely practical. There's another point in this movie where Pepsi was was featured in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was actually in the the little girl death scene where she gets chopped. Yeah. And they said that that was one of the few visual effects. They changed it from Pepsi Max to regular Pepsi. Wow. I don't know why that was because a big deal. Because that's what we're looking at in that scene. Right, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. I never actually even noticed. I know, right? Either. So. That wasn't like completely obvious uh, like a Michael Bay movie But it was, it was subtle. It was filmed in New Zealand because Alaska would have been too dangerous for them to film in. And oh, it was warm. So they just had like, like big white tarps and then like polyurethane on top mm-hmm. of it to look like snow. And so they had to add the, the breath in digitally. Which mm. I, I didn't notice. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah. So it looked cold. I'll, I'll give them that, you know? Yeah. So as far as the effects, they didn't, that, that was, it was just subtle effects. All the rest of it was practical. So I like, I like that about it. That's what gave it a B minus to me. As far as a vampire movie goes, the way it should be, it's an A plus. As far wow. as a movie goes, I give it a B minus. Okay. Let us know what you think, guys. Uh, if you have seen this movie, um, hopefully, if you haven't, you didn't listen. If you're caring about spoilers, I would recommend it. I would mm-hmm. recommend. Oh yeah, if you're mm-hmm. a fan of I'm going action, to horror, vampire. I mean, this movie's for you. It's uh, 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 pretty brutal, but that's kind of what you'd expect from. One, no, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, two. Uh, uh. Thank you guys for uh, for just tuning in today. Yeah, listening. Continue. Make sure you subscribe so you get notifications anytime we launch new content or any updates. Um, about our podcast like us on facebook follow us on twitter tell your friends send us requests uh, either on twitter on facebook you can email us at scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail.com next week we are diving in to the universe of the wicker man (laughs) the original and um, the remake the remake oh jeez that one well, that. ought to be interesting. Hot mess. Not the bees. Until next time, guys, stay tuned. Stay classy. Thanks for dropping by. See ya. <laughs>